Hey, I'm Ashley Waldbauer, and you're listening to Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted, a podcast slash audio diary where we prioritize gratitude and unpack why we keep on persisting. Welcome to another episode of Nevertheless Shalee Persisted. It's me, it's your girl Shalee, and we are back in New York City, baby. Oh, woo, woo. <laughs> so, um, just warning you now, you will probably hear the many sounds um, that occur on um, the street where I live. That's not the melody of On the Street Where You Live from My Fair Lady, but um, that's what I was trying to go for. But I don't think I actually know the melody of that song. But anyway, doesn't matter. Um, hi, hello. I'm happy to be back in New York City. I hope life is great where you are at too. Here we are. We made it through another week. Um, so let me just dive right into some updates that I have for you all. Um, the first one being, I know last week we talked a little bit about how I was feeling anxious about coming to New York um, just because my lifestyle in Virginia was so incredibly different than it is here. And let me tell you, you guys, the moment I stepped off that train and the moment that people in front of me were walking too slow, I was like, ah, here I am back in New York because I could just feel the anger, my New York anger rising because they weren't going fast enough. Um, so you know what? I adapted really fast and <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. So yes, I just wanted to let you know that literally the moment I stepped off the train, I was like, ah, yes, home. I remember how to do this. Um, and, oh boy, oh boy, am I stoked to be back. Um, another update. Uh, I totally have wavy hair. I totally have wavy hair. Thank you to my mother who sent me a um, video of her hair uh, wet right out of the shower. And it was super wavy. And so I'm just going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try it out. So I know you're really interested and on the edge of your seat. Um, but yes, I do in fact have wavy hair and I will still probably cut my hair here in the next couple weeks. Um, here's the thing about being back in New York City though that I forgot. Um, number one, whenever I come back from a contract and I'm back in New York and I'm walking way more, my shins are so sore. My legs get so sore and I always forget about that. So there's that. Number two, Listen, the New York heat, I don't know if it's because I, well, I was here last summer, but I don't feel like the heat was that bad last summer and it sucks. And maybe it's just because I am getting used to things here again, but I feel like the heat is like so gross. I feel sticky all of the time. It's just really muggy and it's been raining the past two days now and it's still just like a muggy rain, which I don't love, even though I do love the rain. Uh, yeah, it's just been kind of gross. I don't know why it's like way worse here than it was in Virginia. Riddle me that. It's not like they're that different other than I have a car with air conditioning. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel sticky and gross all the time. And here's the thing. The past couple of days, I've really just tried to like 
one of my like routines my rituals is like when i get up if i'm like trying to kind of get back into the swing of things with new york i like to get up and put makeup on and yeah that is just like not a thing this summer uh i am (laughs) wearing makeup right now but it's because i just went to a party so i had to put a little bit of something on but i i think it might be a no makeup summer for me letting my skin breathe because um it just it's going all over and it's uh or or maybe i'll go with like a tinted moisturizer but i don't know very good ones so if you have any recs let me know because all of the tinted moisturizers i've tried are either like way too yellowy and or orangey um for my skin tone because i am a a vampire um but number two they just like i don't know they just i don't know if they don't like my skin or whatever but um it just like looks blotchy so if you have any recs let me know um but maybe I just won't wear makeup at all this summer so there's that and I'm not mad about that I'll say it (laughs) okay two more updates before we move on to the gratitude list number one have you seen have you seen what they're saying about diet coke recently how they're thinking that it is um there's something in it that uh causes cancer I actually probably should look that up before I just like spit that knowledge. I saw it on Instagram. Maybe it wasn't true. I hope it wasn't true, but I think it is. Okay, wait. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I think I freaked out a little bit too soon. Basically, it says it's safe for people to consume within the recommended daily limit. How, what is that limit? I'm gonna look it up. Daily <laughs> limit of aspartame. Aspartame? Aspartame? aspartame Hmm. 40 milligrams well how much is that this is not helpful the only thing that they're giving me here is 40 milligrams which is 2.2 pounds of body weight well i don't don't think i'm drinking 2.2 pounds a day which to be fair i don't remember the last time i had a diet coke but to be fair it's because i saw this on instagram and was like ah and then i didn't do the research on it and just like was like i just will stay away until i figure this out later and sort this through later and here i am sorting it right now <laughs> nevertheless she persisted which uh, anyway we don't need to do this i'll let you know i'll do some more research on it but um i'm getting mixed reviews have you heard about this is basically what i'm saying and please weigh in if um this concerns you like it concerns me <laughs> Only because I've had Diet Coke literally on my gratitude list probably multiple times at this point. Um, Especially a McDonald's Diet Coke. So I'm going to be so sad if it's like cancerous. But whatever. It just, yeah, it'll make me sad. Okay. Um, The last thing that I'm also kind of sad about, and then we'll move on to the happy. Um, Have you heard about the Jonah Hill stuff? Jonah Hill, who was like one of my like crushes my hall passes although jonah hill does not surpass seth rogan seth rogan will always be my number one don't get it twisted um but jonah hill his ex basically has released text messages between the two of them kind of just like body shaming her and using like therapy slang to do it like these are my boundaries but like it has to do with like his ex was basically a surfer 
and he would get upset when she would post surfing pics of her and like you have to be in a, a swimsuit to do that so he would get mad about it anyway um pretty sad about that uh go look it up if you have no idea what i'm talking about or just <laughs> skip like 15 seconds if you have no idea what i'm talking about but uh, pretty sad about jonah hills basically um also what i had to say and i was talking to my girlfriend marilyn about it and um men uh don't use therapy talk against women stop stop just because you go to therapy doesn't mean that's like an automatic win i love therapy but if you like go to therapy and talk about things but like there's no action that follows that like eh, okay jonah hill diet coke therapy it's just there was a lot of spewed thoughts for you but um it's on my mind so there okay let's dive into the gratitude list now shall we let's do it okay so the first thing on my list is the feeling when you finally settled on the train or plane or any transportation mode that you take um here's the thing i have travel anxiety woohoo and not in the sense of like when i am flying i have anxiety or when i'm on the train i have anxiety it's all the stuff beforehand like all the prep so going through tsa gives me so much anxiety mostly because i'm like i i think through my plane outfits so specifically i'm like what and i guess not really outfits Sometimes, yes, if I am wearing, like, a sweatshirt or whatever, but, like, in terms of, like, shoes, I usually pick shoes that are, like, easy to, like, take on and off because I don't want to be that person that's, like, holding up the entire line. So there's that. But specifically in this uh, round of travel back to New York, I stressed out about how much um, my duffel bag, my suitcase um, weighed because with trains, the only bad thing about trains is that, like, the you have to lift your suitcase above your head like in the overhead bin basically like a plane um but like with planes you can only do that with carry-ons like with trains you can do that with your actual suitcase but like i i'm a pretty small human and sometimes the the overhead bins are like just a little too tall for me so it's just hard to get my luggage up there um so i stress a lot (laughs) about that um but once I got it figured out which I always do I always know I always know it's gonna work out someone is gonna help me if I can't do it by myself because they'll see me struggle for five minutes um but once I get settled oh what a great feeling once I get settled and pull out a book or put my headphones on and listen to some music or a podcast like oh I love to travel after that just I would like to bypass all of the stressful firsthand things like TSA and getting my luggage up on the train uh so there's that number two I wrote my plant babes so what do I mean by that I came home and had a plant day with good old Patty because we are reunited and back in the city together um so we spent a little afternoon um planting because he had some succulents that needed to be moved to bigger pots and um I also had um some things that I wanted to plant because 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 um remember my disco ball planter that I hung a long time ago but I I never put a plant in it 
<laughs> because I knew that I was going on this contract and I didn't want my sublet to have to take care of it. Um, well, I finally planted it. And uh, it's really cute. And I planted a... Um, so, 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 let me explain this story. Matt has this big strawberry... I don't even know what it is, actually. I have turned it into a pot. He used it in college as a cup. <laughs> but it is certainly not a cup. I think it was like a frat initiation thing that he had to like drink out of it. So I don't really know what it actually was made for. But I have turned it into a pot. And I put a plant in it. And it looks really cool. And it's cute. And um, yeah. I just love plants. I'm in back in my um, plant mom era. But for the foreseeable future, I'm here and I'm thrilled to be taking care of plants again. I think I have like, ooh, one, two, three, four, five, five plants now. And it's probably only going to uh, be more in the future. Woohoo. Uh, <laughs> Matt's gonna come off the ship and into our room and it's just like a jungle in here Woo. um so there's that one okay three my sacred mornings in my apartment is what I wrote down so I forget how much I love mornings to myself specifically in my room um I had a routine before I left Virginia and it was like my body just kind of like knew what to do when I came back here and my sacred mornings include using my kick-ass espresso machine. Thank you, Maddie B. Raps, for that birthday gift. Um, making coffee in the morning, journaling, um, probably watching a little reality TV because it's me. Um, and I also do like a lot of like the gratitude journaling um, and Matt and I are also continuing like our little gratitude um, lists to each other or like our envelope that we like write down something that we're grateful for in one another every day. So we're still doing that. We're on like day a hundred and I don't know seven or something. I think it might be 100, 107 today, um, which is a long freaking time. Who would have thought? I did. I knew that I have a lot to be thankful for about Matt, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so we're still doing that, which is fun. Um, so it's just like a nice little morning for me to just like center myself and write some shit down. And um, yeah, I'll go into that more next week because I've got a fun little episode planned for that. Um, so stay tuned. But yeah, I just I love I love my mornings. I love them so much. Yeah, I just find that I am a morning gal. And for the longest time, I used to wish that I was a night gal. Um, but I just am not. I'm such a grandma. And I love sleep. That's kind of also where I tend to read, too. So, yeah. Um, speaking of reading. Oh, great. Segue, Schlee. You kicked butt on that. Um, let me grab my book. So I'm not going to talk about Throne of Glass this episode. You're welcome. Um, I, uh, although I will just talk about it a little bit. <laughs> so uh, the last Throne of Glass book that I read was Queen of Shadows, which is the fourth book in the series. 
technically the fourth, even though I've read five with the prequel. Um, read that. Incredible. Incredible. But I wanted to break it up a little bit just because the next books that I'm reading in that series are going to be big ones. And I wanted to read like a light and easy rom-com before I dive right back into the crazy world that is Throne of Glass and Sarah J Moss slash slash <laughs> Sarah J Moss slash Mass. Still don't know how to say her name. Um but okay, okay, I think I actually talked about this a while ago on a podcast with like Little Signs from the Universe when I saw a book at Barnes and Noble by one of my favorite authors. Um I read that book finally and it's in the Weeds by B.K. Borson. Um, she wrote the Love Light Farms series, which is a like cute little Christmas romance book that I read during Christmas. But this one is not holiday specific and it follows a different couple. And wow, let me tell you, this book, I didn't think that she could top the first one. And she, I think she did. I actually think that this one I liked a little bit more maybe just a tad bit more but to be honest I think it's because this one is a little uh more smutty I'll say it it's a little more raunchy and it was really good but like also just all of the emotional you know relationship stuff that you love in romance books is in this and it's so good I also think that like the guy in this book is a little bit more my type um so I think that also helps his name is Beckett what a great name Beckett Woo! sweating already but that's just the the new york heat um so in the weeds highly recommend it's an easy read it's like 312 pages or something like that and uh, love it but now i'm about to go back into the throne of glass world which i'm pumped about oh oh also big update in my life i got a kindle (laughs) pretty great um i haven't used it yet because i was reading this physical book that i have but now I'm going to use it, and I'm very pumped about it. Anyway, I thought that it would save me money, and we'll see. We'll see. I've, I've heard that when you buy a Kindle, you read a lot faster, and I already kind of read decently fast, so we'll see about that. Okay, the last point on the gratitude list. Ugh, sushi. I know I've said it on this podcast before, but I'm going to say it again. Um, I freaking love New York sushi, man, which... I don't know. New York has good sushi. And it's like expected for New York to have good sushi, right? I don't know. I grew up in the Pacific Northwest by water. So like it was like, duh, Washington has good sushi. But do people think New York has good sushi? I don't know. Um, Let me know (laughs) what you think about that. But I hadn't had it sushi in a long time um I don't think I had it even once when I was in Virginia um I don't think there were very many sushi places around Virginia so yeah there's that but you know that there is a sushi spot right around the corner from my apartment and that was the first place I hit up when I got back home and it was awesome and usually I have to share with Matt and this time I didn't I had three rolls by myself and it was awesome and I was so incredibly full and um it was just pure sushi bliss oh all right that is my gratitude list of the week friends oh there it is I had a fun time explaining that list to you this week yeah (laughs) that guy liked it too oh welcome back to New York 
All right, let's dive right into the thoughts and feelings of the week. This week is a fun one, mostly just because it's a reflection on my time uh, in Virginia, in Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Um, so yeah, I've just been a lot, I have just been doing a lot of journaling. Side note, I have noticed recently that I tend to talk really fast on this podcast. Um, which is fine because my thoughts just are coming really fast and sometimes my mouth just won't catch up. Uh, so that's what just happened. (laughs) You're welcome. Anyway, um, Joseph, yes, reflection. I've had a lot of time to journal this week and just reflect on the past three months and here are just some of the things that I have learned. Um, But before we get into that, I also want to say shout out to my girlfriend, Caitlin, who I've talked about many a time on this podcast because at the very end of our contract, I was at the cast house with um, some friends and she was talking about this thing called... um, high lows and buffaloes uh which is kind of like a rose and thorns moment which if you don't know like it's just kind of like a reflection tool used as like you know what was your highlight and low light of the week which is what people you know use rose and thorns with but she uses highs lows and buffaloes so the highs you know the high of the week lows the low of the week but the buffalo is a surprise thing that happened during the week I think usually the surprise is uh, has to do with something good (laughs) but um I just love that take um so I'm trying to remember what my highs lows and buffaloes oh oh I totally remember so one of my highs for the show or like the the time that I spent in Virginia was all of the amusement parks that was like such a a fun time I loved that a lot um I had many highs but that was the first one that came to mind so you know there you go. Uh, my low was, uh, I think I talked about this on a podcast episode, which was like one of the hard portions of um, the rehearsal process for me, where there was just like some miscommunication and I just was not having a very good time. And it just took me a hot second to find the narrator. And that's okay, because that's what rehearsal's for. But that was my low. Um, and then my buffalo was honestly just being in Joseph. And um, I just realized I had so much fun during that show and I kind of like didn't think that I would have as much fun as I did because it's like Joseph like it's not like a super deep and crazy show but it still was number one incredibly hard but number two incredibly fun and I think I just was shocked at how much I loved Joseph and performing in Joseph so take that as you will um I will now be stealing highs lows and buffaloes thank you Caitlin and now you can steal it woohoo um sorry Caitlin if you were trying to keep that a secret but uh now it's not a secret um okay (laughs) I'm so silly because the first thing that I wrote in terms of like here are the things that I've really learned throughout uh this contract the first thing I wrote is I know so many colors now Ashley, uh, you think you are slick. You think you're hilarious, which I am. Um, so I do. I do. I, I know so many colors. Um, okay. The second thing I wrote is like, I love watching my friends shine on stage. One of my favorite moments in Joseph was during the Pharaoh song. I don't sing in that song. Thank goodness. <laughs> One of my few breaks. But I sit on the edge of the stage, like near the stairs. 
and it's like a really big ensemble number and I got to watch my friends perform in that song every night and it was just like so fun to see like all of the different choices that they make and um seeing them like have fun on stage it just was awesome I loved it so much plus it was just like such a fun time to um develop (laughs) like certain bits that we would do on stage together like there was a moment where like the girls um would cross down in front and kind of pass me and we would like make kissy faces at each other and like around and would do that every night and it was just like such a fun little ritualistic connection moment um and I Ugh, I just loved it. I guess this wasn't like a lesson learned, more just like a, a moment that I loved so much. Um, and I just, ugh, I love performing with friends and I hope that I can uh, continue to do that, basically. So not a lesson, but like a, uh, a high, I'll say it. Add it to my highs, lows, and buffaloes. Okay, here's something that I did actually learn. <laughs> I wrote, <laughs> once again, Shalee thinks... Uh, she is so funny. Uh, the limit does not exist. Now, what do I mean by that? I continue to surprise myself on my abilities and my capabilities. And the limit does not exist for me yet because I don't know what that is. <laughs> like in sense of uh, before I did this contract, which I did talk about on this podcast, like there was a lot of imposter syndrome going on and there was a lot of self Um, doubt uh, in terms of there was no way that I could sing this score and I can sing this score uh, and fairly easily now yes I'll say it I will stand my ground on that I can sing this score fairly easily now because of all the hard work that I put into it Um, and I think it's such a cool thing to like surprise yourself (laughs) um, in terms of what you can achieve in your life and I just know that I'm only gonna go up from here. So yeah, the limit does not exist with me yet. And that's very exciting and fun and cool, especially because my standards for myself were so incredibly low at the beginning of this contract and I just crushed through those expectations of myself, basically. Um, And I'm just proud of the work that I did. I'm really, really proud of this show. Um, Another thing that I learned is my standards are getting higher with each contract I do. Um, And that, that's a good thing Um, in terms of what I need for each contract. uh, uh, Let me explain this a little better. In the sense of in order for me to come back to Virginia, there were certain things that I needed. More pay, a car, were my two negotiations. And thankfully I had an agent to help me with that this time which I didn't the time before and I also knew what I was getting into with this theater um and knew what to ask for um but it feels good to advocate for yourself I guess is what I I have really learned um and if the theater or the company is not cool with you advocating for yourself um then I'm not sure I want to work with you (laughs) Because I feel like I'm asking for very basic needs here. The number that I asked for for pay was not astronomical, let me tell you that. And a car in Virginia is a must. 
And I mean, I could go into a whole conversation about what's going on in this industry right now. And I honestly would probably go further into it next week, um, especially with all of the strikes happening with SAG and the writer strikes. Um, it just it just blows. It blows that people don't want to pay actors and writers. Like what? That makes no sense. We work so, so, so incredibly hard. And like a decent pay is like the bare minimum, my dudes. Come on. You can't enjoy Netflix without writers and actors or any streaming service. It's just like, have we learned nothing from the pandemic? Because like that's all you had was Netflix and Hulu and streaming services. Okay, okay, I'm getting off my soapbox. I'll talk about that more maybe later but anyway my standards are getting higher with each contract because um I'm just like I'm starting to not be afraid to ask for the bare minimum you know what I mean and that that is growth also one of the points that I want to talk about oh thanks computer um one I got an email from uber thank you um so a goal or a standard that I set for myself um, before going to Virginia was I needed this and I wanted this contract to be my selfish contract. Now, what does that mean? Mostly, I just wanted to listen to myself and and listen to what my brain and body needed. Um, and I, I did whatever I wanted to. And I really worked on saying no and really made sure that I had boundaries in place especially because obviously this show is really really fucking vocally difficult which I have hammered into the ground by this point um and so I needed my people pleaser side of myself to like fully step aside um and I think I did incredibly at this I think I succeeded um if I didn't want to do something I didn't do it If I wanted to stay home and read all day, I did that. Um, And thankfully, I had amazing people in this cast who I was friends with that were totally chill with that because they're (laughs) my friends and knew that um, I'm introverted sometimes and need to recharge my batteries. Um, And it has nothing to do with them and it has nothing to do with my love for them. Sometimes I just need some alone time. Um, And so, yeah, I did whatever I wanted to. And honestly, once again, the car helps a lot in the sense of like if I go over to the cast house and I reach my social limit, I go. I go home. I don't have to wait on people to take me back to the hotel. So like that's also just really helpful. But yeah, I just I really think I succeeded on this contract with me being selfish. And I don't know. I think I really have kind of um, changed my definition of selfishness or maybe the just like connotation of it or how I feel towards being selfish because being selfish on this contract felt pretty damn good sometimes you just got to be selfish maybe there's a different word for that maybe instead of selfish there's a different word I will probably mull that over and let you know what I come up with as a different word to use because I feel like there is a better word it's just on the tip of my tongue and I need some time to think about it Yeah, there has to be an alternative for selfish. Hi, hello. This is future Shalee here talking. Um, I did some thinking on the selfish uh, conversation that I just talked about. So here's kind of what I came up with. Okay, so here's the deal. I came to realize that I still kind of like the word selfish. (laughs) Mostly because I like flipping it on its head 
and making it a positive thing. I think that's more of just like a shilly thing. But here's some other words that I also found that maybe you would like to use. Um, self-serving, which also kind of has a negative connotation. But once again, if you want to flip the script like I did, go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so self-serving, self-important, self-directed. I also really liked avaricious, which means greedy. And I'm kind of here for that too. But if you want to go in more of like a positive light, I also um, found tactful, my tactful contract or my generous contract, which, you know, take it as like generous to yourself. Um, but for me, I felt like if I were to use those words, I feel like I would not be selfish, really. <laughs> I would I would not put that attention towards myself and my needs. So there's that. I probably will still use selfish, even though I do love avaricious. That, ooh, I love that word. Ugh, I just like words in general. Words are powerful, people. Okay, back to past Schlee. Woo, that's hard to say. Past Schlee. Hmm. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, so one of the last things that I wrote, and honestly, probably my biggest lesson, and, and it felt like my biggest theme throughout this contract, and to be honest, my biggest theme that I feel like I've learned this year is like I really came face-to-face with my perfectionist, um, which I've talked before about before on this podcast obviously but um multiple times really but i really really learned to give myself so much grace during this contract (laughs) yeah perfectionism is just it's such a hard hard thing but near the end i think i got pretty good at it in terms of like (laughs) so here's a funny story um the last show um I fucked up a lyric on the last show and I had had perfect shows or good shows I don't want to use perfect really good shows before where I like didn't mess up any um lyrics and of course it happened to me on the last show and I honestly thought it was kind of funny just because I was like all right we get it universe you're really hammering in this life lesson for me um and it really wasn't that big of a deal in terms of lyrics like it was one moment and I don't think anyone noticed but it was cool to reflect after and like realize that I wasn't beating myself up about it that much (laughs) maybe a little bit maybe just like oh come on man of course it's the last show but like I think I like made a joke or two about it in the dressing room and just was like well whatever it's the last show um but I mean in previous times and honestly the first couple shows of this contract I would have like stewed over that lyric flub for like probably a couple hours after the show and like this time I just like let it slide right off of me and that that is growth baby and also I don't know so so there was also this like little moment between a cast member and I um that just like really hit home for me and I don't think he will even realize how much this hit home for me um because I messed up the lyric in in, um uh, go go Joseph and I basically there's three verses before the big like dance break um and dance moment chorus moment at the end um and I said the first line of the third verse during the second verse um and that is a cue for a couple of other actors 
Um, and I said it or sang it and I was like, oh, please don't come on stage because I can fix this. I can fix this. And they didn't, which was awesome. And I fixed it and it was fine. But um, I like went up to this actor. Jarrett is his name. He's really rad. Shout out Jarrett. You rock. Um, and I was like, hey, so sorry about that. Thank you so much for just like being and letting me figure it out. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally had your back. Um, and I mean, he's a great actor, so he's awesome. But um he said something along the lines of like, oh, yeah, I wasn't worried. Like, you always know how to fix things. You're Ashley Waldbauer. And I was like, oh, it just like really struck a chord in my heart. I just was like, uh, wow, thank you so much. It, that means a lot. Maybe because I felt like, I mean, I know my cast trusted me, but I, I just think I'm a nurturer by nature. And I really do my best to do that on stage for others and it just was just really validating I think is is what that was for me and um I don't know I, I think after hearing that I just was like all right Ash you did your you did your job you did the thing even in moments of chaos and flubbery like you still got things under control and um yeah it just meant a lot to me I know that is so incredibly simple and but I it just it it struck me and I'm just very very grateful for that sweet little moment that Jarrett probably has no idea how much that meant to me. <laughs> Overall Joseph was such a fun time um obviously many ups and downs but like okay that goes along with any contract but mostly highs to be honest um I made some amazing amazing friends that are hopefully not just contract friends. I know you listen and I know you know who you are. I love you so much. Um, I just had a blast and I'm so thankful for my time there. Um, and I just learned a lot about myself and I'm very, very, very satisfied with my time there and how it all came to be. All right, closing this chapter on Joseph officially. And here is to many, many more fun things in the future. Um, once again, I know I say this so much, but I am so thrilled to be back in New York. Um, and I will touch this next week, but I feel like big things are coming, people. So buckle the fuck up. I'm also really saying that to myself. <laughs> Stay flexible, Shlee. Um <laughs> uh that's it i think yeah yeah i hope you all are having a great start to your week or great week whenever you're listening to this um i love you all so so much oh 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 silly goose that's me um if you want to you should rate me um on apple podcasts and spotify so that would be pretty cool you can rate on spotify right <laughs> That's going to be really awkward if you can't, and I have just been asking you to do that. Oh, you can. Okay, yeah, rate me. <laughs> rate me on Spotify and Apple. I've only rated people on Apple Podcasts, um, so I needed to actually double-check that. Not because I listen on Apple Podcasts anymore. I am, like, newly a Spotify girl. Like, in the past, what, year or so? Maybe year and a half? Um, which I know is controversial, but I used to be an Apple Music gal. Anyway, this outro, too long. <laughs> you don't need to know that I was an Apple podcast girl, but I was. Anyway, um, rate me <laughs> if you want. Super high would be super cool. Um, give me a little five-star moment. Anyway, okay, I 
love you all. Have a great rest of your week. Bye.